In this episode, we're going to be talking about how a single molecule is causing you to overeat and is that the root cause of your overeating problems and why you keep eating even when you're not enjoying the food. This episode is really going to cover all the questions of why it's so hard to control your overeating behavior, why you keep craving junk food even when you're full, when normal healthy eaters don't have the same issues, why you keep thinking about the next bite of food when you already have the food in your mouth and you're like as you're chewing the food you're thinking about the next bite and as you're eating the food that's right in front of you you're thinking about the next thing that you're going to eat and wondering how it's going to taste like or you're eating and you're thinking about what you're going to have for dinner after and also why you have the compulsive need to finish the food that's in front of you even if you do not actually enjoy eating at all or maybe it doesn't taste that great but you're just finishing it for the sake of finishing it. For the past seven months I have been focusing solely on nutrition and figuring out the root cause of my overeating and have managed to create healthy eating behaviors and to really get in the head of people that do not struggle with this problem just so I can really overcome it at the root cause of it and I can help you guys be able to overcome it as well in order to be able to create a system create a process that's able to really stop your overeating once and for all. I genuinely believe this work is so impactful because personally I have been dealing with the overeating or just constantly being on yo-yo dieting, constantly trying to eat 100% healthy and then binging and all that cycles on and off for the past eight years. A lot of the clients that I talk to have been ongoing with this process for the past 10 years or longer. And it is something that has been occupying so many of our minds and it does not have to be this way. We can create healthy eating patterns. We can have food not be such a huge part of our life and be able to enjoy food and love food, but not have it be such a major factor or just something that's constantly on your mind and it's taking away from the time that you get to spend with your kids or the time you get to spend with your family or being able to actually accomplish your goals or whatever else that is more important to you than the next food that you're going to eat and what it's going to be and feeling stressed about it. Now there's a single answer to all those questions and the answer is dopamine. If we understand how our brain works and if we understand how dopamine works, we will be able to create awareness for the root cause of this problem and be able to truly stop this process once and for all. What a lot of us try to do is try to change our eating behavior by changing our actions, by trying to hide all the cookies in the house, by trying to go on strict diets, by trying all these different techniques and tools and tips and tricks in order to um, not have us overeat, not have us be able to be eating junk food or overeating junk food. And what we want to do is create an identity where overeating is not a problem, where there is not an over desire for food, where you can still love food, enjoy it. It's just not an over desire and it's not a compulsive behavior. Now, everything I talk about today around dopamine is from the book, The Molecule of More. I'm going to link it down in the description. It is an amazing book. I really recommend you reading it. So in the book, it talks about our brain dividing everything to two separate regions, things that are near and things that are far. The things that are near are things that when you look down, things that you can touch that is within your reach. And these are the here and now. So there is no dopamine required when you have the things that are already in your possession. So oftentimes dopamine is associated with pleasure, but 
it's talking about wanting something and liking something are two different circuits. So when you look down and everything that is within your reach and anything that you can do, it takes very little effort. And let's say that you have just like a plate of food in front of you, it takes very little effort in order to be eating that food. So it is going to not require any dopamine. Now, let's say that there is something that is not within your reach, let's say two feet ahead or it is somewhere across the world, that is going to require taking some action. It may require some planning and that is what dopamine is required for. So dopamine are the things that are out of your reach and the here and now molecules are the HND molecules. So these are like endocannabinoids. These are things like serotonin, oxytocin, endorphins. These are the things that make you um, appreciate the things that you have. You feel satisfied you, as you have gratitude. These are the things, the molecules that are released that make you feel good in the here and now, the, the things that you truly possess. The dopamine circuit shuts off as soon as you have the thing that you were wanting, the thing that was outside of your reach. You give the analogy of, for example, looking at a mountain that you want to climb and you look at this mountain, it looks mystical, it's amazing, it looks like just such a beautiful experience that you're going to have after you're hiking up this mountain. But when you actually get to the top of the mountain, what it says is like, you don't feel like you're on top of a mountain because you look around and you're just surrounded mostly by trees until you get to a lookout point and then you get to see the view in the distance and how far above you are. But what happens again is the dopamine is out of your reach again. You're looking at the distance of things that is not within your reach anymore. And on Andrew Huberman's podcast around dopamine and motivation, he was talking about a study being done where they had rats in a laboratory setting. They took away their dopamine and they kept feeding the rats or putting food in front of the rats. And what they would do was like they would still eat the food. They were still enjoying the food. But as soon as they had to work even a little bit for it, they would not do take any action to actually go and get the food so the rats that did not have dopamine will die because of starvation even if they had to do very little take very little effort to actually go and grab the food so if it's something that is in the distance that is out of reach that requires any sort of planning or any sort of action that's when dopamine is required but the circus for actually enjoying the food and going to get the food are two different things and this explains why sometimes we do things even if we don't actually enjoy it. So we might desire something, but actually when we have it, we don't enjoy it. For example, when you talk to some smokers, they talk about um, they don't actually enjoy the taste or the smell, but they still do the habit over and over again. But because when you desire something, it's not the same as actually enjoying it when you have it. Dopamine is the reason why you're not satisfied with the food in your mouth when you are eating and when you are actually after the next dopamine spike or the high that you're going to feel with the next bite or with the next food that you're kind of uh, daydreaming about or you have in your head as you're eating the food that is in your mouth. So I want you to really put yourself in the process of when you are going through this overeating process. If you got anything new out of this episode, it would really help me out if you like this video. Subscribe to my channel if you're on podcasts, uh, give it a follow and a review as well. Let's say that you see a box of cookies and you know you're on a diet and you're like, okay, I'm not going to have this box of cookies. And you keep resisting it, you keep resisting it. But what's really happening is that when it comes to dopamine, you're creating more and more desire for that box of cookies as you're resisting it because you are, it's like this possibility of something new and exciting and something that you shouldn't have is something that is also exciting. So after a while, you end up giving in and you 
take a bite out of one of these cookies, you're like, okay, I'm just going to have one. So you take a bite and you have all this excitement built up and you take that bite and it tastes amazing. And then as you're chewing it, you're thinking about the next bite that you're going to eat. So a lot of times people that overeat are also fast eaters as well because they're focused on the next bite and they're focused on the next food that they're going to eat. So they take the next bite. It doesn't give them as much of a high or um, that pleasure, that taste as the first one, but they keep eating it and then they keep thinking about the next one. So dopamine is your desire to take the next bite, your desire to eat the next food versus the here and now molecules. Those are actually appreciating the food that is in your mouth, that the, the thing that you already have. So really going back to the topic of another video that I did and talking about how to love food and not overeat it, this is really what we're talking about. How to love food is the HNN molecules and how to not overeat it is talking about dopamine. And it's such a cool thing to understand this on such a deeper level. So that means that just because you have an intense desire for something doesn't mean that you'll actually enjoy the process of eating or, or the actual food in itself, because these are two different circuits. And really what we talked about is like when you were going to go and you have like that dopamine, the possibility of pleasure as you're hyping this like box of cookies up, the first bite that you're going to take and it's going to taste amazing. And it really does taste amazing. But then the subsequent bites and the foods that you eat, it starts to feel less and less and less amazing because when it comes to a dopamine spike, it not only goes back below baseline, your dopamine levels, but it goes below baseline each time that you keep going back to that really that dopamine causing activity. So same thing when it comes to addictions, any high that you're going to feel, there is eventually going to be that crash. So this is why after you're overeating, after you do binge eat, you tend to feel a lot worse than when you started because your levels of dopamine are below baseline and it is going to cause discomfort being in that place. And you probably now feel pretty shitty about yourself or feel bad about um, losing the progress that you made. So that makes things even harder because your levels of dopamine is also controlled by your thinking and that's not going to help either. So what's really interesting is that as you're sitting down to eat, sometimes you're even thinking about what you're going to be doing next. And even like you're eating lunch and you're thinking about what you're going to be eating for dinner. This is when you're constantly focused on the dopamine hit or the dopamine spike that you're going to uh, feel, but not actually being present with the food that you have and loving the food and appreciating the food and making eating a sacred process. So what the problem is, is going after this dopamine hit in one way or another in our lives when it comes to overeating or over drinking or overdoing anything because it really it causes that spike, but rather realizing that the crash is coming and that this is not a long-term solution. It only lasts a couple of seconds. We're going to feel worse afterwards. And that if we were to actually appreciate more the food that is in our mouth, the food that is in front of us, instead of thinking about the next thing, we are going to be able to overcome this overeating pattern. So I already talked about this protocol in another video, but we're going to go over it again. What you're going to be doing as a way to create healthy eating patterns to be able to overcome this problem once and for all, and it's been the only reason I've been able to feel like I have overcome this challenge after the eight years of going through this over and over and over again of yo-yo dieting, of constantly trying to eat 100% healthy, and then binging and feeling out of control with my diet and feeling this like over-desire for food and constantly thinking about food has been 
creating this approach and slowing everything down. So what you want to do is to make eating a sacred process. You are not going to be eating when you're distracted. So not watching TV, not being on your phone and not um, listening to other things, but you're just sitting down and all, all you're doing is just eating. When you're not distracted when you're eating, your brain is going to register the satiety signals, actually knowing that it's full because it can see you eating and there's other factors that go into how full you feel based on just like how the food looks, the size portions of the food, all those things that go into account. But you actually seeing yourself eat is going to help you register when you are full. And when you're removing all these other distractions and focusing on enjoying the food itself, you are focusing on the HNN molecules and the pleasures that you're going to get from eating the food that's in your mouth versus um, chasing the next high or the dopamine spike that you're going to get from the next bite from the next food that you're going to eat. So the next thing you're going to be doing is chewing every food, every bite that you have 30 to 60 times. And this is just like a rough estimation, but as long as it is completely mush and you can't chew it longer, that is a great time to swallow it. After a while, this is going to feel completely normal and it's going to feel weird if you're not chewing your food properly because then you're going to get used to it and this is just who you are. But what this is going to help you do as you're chewing things, what you I want you to do is actually focus on enjoying the food that is in your mouth and chewing very slowly and appreciating the food that's in your mouth. What my clients that struggle with overeating are really afraid of is enjoying the food because they think that you need to be grossed out by food. And I personally thought that too. I thought that people that had healthy eating patterns, they were more indifferent about food. They just didn't care about food as much. But I, what I realized was that that's not really true. People that have healthy eating patterns, they do love food. They enjoy food, but they just don't overeat it. So I want you to actually enjoy the food that you have right in front of you. And what's really interesting, I'll link down the study in the show notes as well or in the description, was that there was a journal article talking about reward dopamine and the control of food intake and the implications for obesity. And what they said during this journal article was that we hypothesized that to the extent that there is a mismatch between the expected reward and a delivery that does not fulfill this expectation, this will promote compulsive eating as an attempt to achieve the expected level of reward. And another thing that this journal article mentioned was that people with overeating behavior, even when they're full, their dopamine circuits activate when they see a picture of a high density, high, high calorie dense food versus people with eating healthy eating patterns when they are already full, there isn't as much dopamine released. What they found was that people with healthy eating patterns, as they're eating the food, they actually find more enjoyment of the food in itself versus people that overeat. They actually do not have enjoyment in the like eating the food that is in their mouth. So what it's basically talking about is like if there's a mismatch, like you have all this excitement and like what the food's going to taste like, all this like excitement possibilities, the dopamine molecule. And then as you're eating it, you're not actually enjoying the food because the bigger the mismatch and because the reward does not match the expectations, you're going to keep going for more and more food because you want to get that pleasure, get that reward. So this is why it's even more important to not be scared of enjoying the foods that are maybe calorie dense or less nutrient dense foods or the junk foods or the foods that you like to eat because all you want to do is not overeat on those things. It's okay to have those things in moderation. And the more that you actually allow yourself to enjoy the food that is in your mouth and not constantly focus on the next thing, the less you're going to overeat. So don't be afraid of liking food or enjoying the foods that taste good 
because you think that that's the way to stop overeating. So make food a sacred process, really have gratitude for the food that is right in front of you, the plate that you have, the bite that is in your mouth, and tell yourself what you have is enough. If you're in this like scarcity, I'm not going to be full enough or I'm going to get hungry and this isn't going to be enough. Like talk back to yourself. This is why we're removing all the distractions and you're not going to have to keep talking to yourself for the rest of your life. Eventually, this is going to be a normal eating, healthy eating pattern that you're going to have new identity. But in the beginning, you got to just kind of do a lot of self-talking and watch your brain as it says things like I need to finish the entire plate or this isn't going to be enough also the journal article talking about people that struggle with overeating when they're full they still um, have dopamine being released when they see a high calorie food what you want to also do is when you have this craving is to pay attention to your stomach and see whether you're actually hungry if you just want that dopamine hit and realizing that if you're just eating things for the sake of getting that dopamine spike it's almost like a false promise it is not able to actually deliver because dopamine is just the desire for things not actually liking the thing and you don't necessarily you won't necessarily like the thing that you desire And developing regular eating time is going to help you not make decisions all day. Oh, should I eat? Should I not eat? Should I eat? Should I not eat? Am I hungry? Because you're going to know specific times of the day where you're eating and ghrelin is going to be released, which is going to help you feel hungry at your eating times versus all the times in between. What I really want to do to help drive this home is that when it comes to dopamine, it is almost like that false desire. I'm going to be thinking about this analogy of a guy that is married and it's he starts to desire another woman. And the dopamine starts to really active in you're like, oh, like the possibility of something new, exciting, something that is with not within my reach, not something that I actually have right now, which is the significant other that he's in a relationship with. And dopamine has all this excitement, all these possibilities. And then as soon as he cheats, it's like, it's not actually as good as all the excitement or all the build up to it. Same thing with a lot of things in our lives is that when we think that it's it's going to be amazing, dopamine cannot deliver the promise because it's two different circuits. Your HNN molecules are the ones that are for appreciation, satisfaction, things that you are actually have. So as soon as you have the thing, as soon as he gets the woman as soon as maybe like he sleeps with the woman it's not going to be as good as he thought it would be if you're dealing with overeating i want to help you overcome this issue once and for all so that you don't have to force yourself to go on another strict diet and constrict carbs in your life and junk food in your life and constantly think that you need to hate food or that you need to resist food for the rest of your life and constantly have food be on your mind it does not have to be like this you can overcome this problem develop healthy eating patterns and be able to free up all this mental space to think about other things in your life that matter more than the next meal and the next bite but rather things that truly matter like your friends and family and your goals in life and what you actually want to accomplish with your life so if that is something that you're interested in there's a coaching application in the description it will give you an hour with me and I can really be able to show your thinking be able to help you create a protocol that is able to solve this problem once and for all and if I find by the end of it that we're a good match to work together long term I can help you make these results permanent and help you support you along the way. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. I will see you on the next episode. Bye.